Hello and welcome everyone to the Indie Football Podcast. My name is Doi Payan and today is a landmark day for our show as we have our first ever guest speaker, Anshul Singh. Yeah, but before that, as you must have heard him cheering on, let's ask my usual suspect in Anukar sir about how he's been doing, what's going on in, in his life. So doctor, please fill us up a bit. A bit. Uh, well, first of all, uh, I am uh, fighting a daily battle against my bed to go to college and then I come back from it uh, to, you know, uh, crave about my day. But other than that, uh, <laughs> of course, I met you today. So it was a great experience. Playing yeah, absolutely. Uh, you bat it in front of you. <laughs> and other than that, uh, of course, like uh, more than me, I think today's episode is more about our guest, Anshul. And I cannot even begin to tell you how excited I am about to have him on board. And let's do this. Yeah. So, Anshul, hello. Welcome. Yeah, have, like, I've come to know you as a person who's the jack of all trades. I have <laughs> admiration for your work and awareness of generally of various issues. So, just please give our audience a bit of an introduction about yourself. Yeah, so, hi, Zabin. Hi, Anitar. My name is Anshul Singh. And first of all, I like to say that it is may it may be you know it may be true that it is the jack of all trades but master of none. But I would not like to just say <laughs> that in a, that matter of time. But yeah, uh, so like thanks for having me here. Well, uh, I have been like I've been working in sort of uh, sports industry for the last two years. Like if I'm currently working with Sports Kira, I've worked with Essentially Sports. I worked with Sports Bash. I'm currently working with for sports as well. So like it's been a lot of sports things. Yeah, yeah. So like and currently I'm pursuing I'm a journalism student. I'm in third year and it's a pleasure to be on this podcast. Yeah, I mean, we'd like to know more of your football journey as in each one of us have our little own stories that we hold so dear to us. So, I yeah. mean, since when have you been following football and when was the time you fell in love with Real Madrid first? Was it love at first sight <laughs> or you, it was something for which you developed feelings gradually? <laughs> yeah, I, I basically say that, you know, I never had uh, love at first sight with any of my better halves. <laughs> yeah, Real Madrid. And that's, Real where, Madrid. that's where I'd say you are a very wise man. Yeah. Oh, okay, that may be true. But again, Real Madrid was the first, like, uh, love at first sight, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, football, I began, my journey goes back to 2014, 13. And I was in eighth or ninth class because of my friends only. And I started playing it. I am playing it right now. So, like, it's been a usual thing to do and discussing it my with my brother, with my parents. My father's being a Milan fan. I'm a Real Madrid fan. My brother is a Barcelona fan. So like, we have all these kinds of friends in our families. Your house is like, not not very different from almost a football war zone, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a war zone. It's a big war zone. <laughs> so, like, it's been like that. And yeah, Los Blancos, I heart just pounds for Los Blancos, for the Whites. And yeah, I want to visit that place in the Bernabio one time. And it's been my, it's one of on my to-do list. And yeah, hopefully I'll do that. That's the football journey. Yeah, I mean, so uh, like a bit about your Real Madrid following history and some of your the lows you have experienced or the highs <laughs> you have experienced or <laughs> the humiliation the or the ecstasy anything a bit on that 
Yeah, so it's been largely about the lows when I became a fan because, you know, we won the Champions League in 2014 and that was a high moment for us. And the topic, like the Classicos were always a bit of humiliation. I still remember, you know, we used to go to school. We used to skip going to school the next day because there were all these Barcelona fans, <laughs> Catalans, that pumping us 5-0-6-2, 5-0-6-2. And we were like, you know, we used to sit around at a corner out there. But yeah, as the innings have progressed, as the years have progressed, uh we have occupied a certain place in this football sphere we are currently in a 5-0 lead we are we have won a we have we are still to win a treble but we have won the three peat we won three U, uh, ucls right back to back so it's been a proud moment for us but and hopefully we'll win this league as well will this we are winning the league we'll win the champions league as well yeah i mean it's absolutely great to have a forward supporter on our podcast other than liverpool <laughs> i mean It's it's well documented. Never pull sucks. It's very well documented that Anukarsh has a deep love. Yeah, for deep love. But I mean, Anukarsh, sir. I mean, let's let's as you said, let's skip to the good part at the start of our podcast. So, bringing us to the main event of our podcast tonight, which is, I mean, what do you think about the El Clasico going for forward? Maybe tell us a bit of your. previous experiences when these two teams have met uh, well uh, first of all i would be very honest with you uh, when it comes to the el clasico the two teams involved i hate them both equally <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's quite an opening i'd say <laughs> the strong reason is that both of the teams have picked uh, some of the best liverpool players in the past decade <laughs> and a half and it is bad whenever i think like when i think of barcelona it's luis suarez even philip coutinho when he was in, at his prime in liverpool uh, and for the al they picked up a gem xabi alonso uh, <laughs> so first, uh, no, but he became a legend here he was playing good here uh, okay let's not talk about that <laughs> <laughs> so yeah of course uh, it stinks but you yeah, are talking about the el clasico on to more serious stuff uh, see uh, there have been around uh, i was just checking there have been around 248 games between the two sides and uh, you know there is hardly anything differentiating them uh, recently of course real has dominated and let's just face it and uh, to the you know something that will be music to the ears of both of you real will of course go in as favorites yeah yes uh, it has to be commended that uh, the, the the job Shavi uh, has done for them, but I just think that they still lack the cutting edge, the cohesion that Real have at the moment. And uh, personally, uh, with everything that they have done this season, with the form of uh, Karim Benzema, in Vinicius, yeah, uh, Benzema rocks. He is something uh, who is an upcoming talent. I just think that Real have the edge going into the time. Uh, thank yeah. you so much. Yes, I mean, <laughs> before I ask your take on the El Clasico, just to substantiate my view ahead of the high-profile clash, I mean, yeah. no, no side in Europe's big five leagues have suffered fewer defeats than Real since the start of last season, which is just six. Yeah, which is just six level with Inter Milan. So I mean, how do you see? this game building up for real madrid and also maybe a bit on how you see barca managing how or preparing see, for how this how game see how i see barca how i see barca remains the same barca is a city club and they do not deserve to be in this league because they are they are in a european uh, uh, i mean conference league or uh, what what is that europa league so yeah. like i don't even yeah. remember the name we don't even remember the name they are in that league in that particular league right mm-hmm. now 
So like uh, it's 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 really sucks. But it's okay. They are a good rival for us. I mean, yeah. Look, yeah, look at this rivalry. It is no longer a rivalry for me. It is a one-sided clash now. We are clearly winning this game. They are a building side. Maybe they can compete it to us in the coming ten years, fifteen years, but not right now. For certain, certainly not right now. Yeah. Because they are better rivals to play like Sevilla. Or they can compete with Atletico Madrid, maybe with Real, but it's not Real Madrid right now. We are we are cut top uh, on the table, and yeah, it's 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 the yeah. same story everywhere. Because if you ask me about the taken Barca, they have got a new manager, they have got a new president. Their president says that they should have hired Benzema. अरे भाई, you should hire Benzema ना तब की गलती थी वो. They should. They are praising our players now. Yes, so like yes. that's the stuff. That's their mentality right now. And I mean, no offense to their players, but I really. Sad for them, even for my brother sometimes, because he keeps on arguing with me on those rubbish stats of about ten years, twelve years back. Are they present in Geo? So yes, like yeah. that is the point. I mean, I'd say that's a bit harsh. And Anukar sir, I believe if there <laughs> ever was any Barca listeners to our podcast, we have lost the last of them as well. <laughs> no, you won't, because you'll get those comments. You'll get those comments. Okay, you want to rant on me? <laughs> and God forbid, if we lose, then oh my God. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yes. Uh, just continuing on the last line. God forbid if we lose. So, <laughs> so, so Anukar sir, like Barcelona, I'm the number cruncher guy that I am. So Barcelona have not lost any of the last ten away La Liga games. Of course, not every day you play a Real Madrid at Santiago Bernabeu. But mm. nine of these ten wins have come against their new Barca coach, which is Xavi Hernandez. Xavi could become only the second Barca coach to be unbeaten in his first ten away games. So I mean, as we say, that sport is beautiful because of the uncertainty, the charm okay. that uncertainty brings. So. Do you see a silver lining or a chance for Barcelona to spring a surprise come Sunday? Uh, before I answer that question, can I be honest? Because I might get killed by both of you after the. <laughs> yeah, be honest, okay. I mean, Anukar, uh, Anshul hasn't got any filters on, so please. Yeah. <laughs> which is great. Which is absolutely great. Because I'm not sugar coating anyone. Yeah, exactly. We don't do much of the sugar coating stuff. I love how Anshul has been wrong, but yeah. I love the passion though, and I have to say that Anshul is what I is how I would have enacted as a Liverpool fan on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Your chance will come. Yeah. <laughs> but I really love the passion, and uh, honestly, deep inside me, there's a Liverpool fan who says things like that. That no other team has would have Liverpool. No one has been there. So yeah, I totally yeah, yeah. love the passion, and totally, you know, I can empathize with him. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, on to more serious matters. As you asked me, I think see with Barcelona, as I think we are discussing today. While I was playing a shitty game of table tennis with you, in which I was really badly, right? Uh, Honestly, what I feel is that Barcelona, with them, the planning has been really bad. Like they have got some really good forwards, uh, but they have got too many of them. And as they say, as they say that too many cooks spoil the whole uh, soup, they spoil the whole dish. That has become the problem. Now the thing is that if you have so many people vying for two or three spots, you don't get the combination right. And what we have seen in the last few decades with the great teams, the Real Madrids, the Liverpools, the Manchester Cities. What we have seen is that they have had a combination made with three or four players rotating for three or four positions. They mm. have had that sort of combination, and the thing is, that's the thing with muscle memory. Players do well when they play together in combination. 
like mm. messi and ronaldo are wonderful players but if you suddenly tell them uh, to play for a certain team uh, uh, you know right from the off of course they will, it will take some time for them to get to no, ronaldo will score ronaldo will score <laughs> yeah <laughs> so as as i have pointed out messi won't be able to cope up with it of course there will be problems so then that is the thing barcelona i think they really they like the cohesion but then that is the thing with sport anything can happen things can happen in the blink of an eye and this is the time when i talk about the liverpool reference <laughs> uh, like yeah 2005 when liverpool were losing a thin to ac milan and everyone thought that the tie was over they came back uh, to uh, you know uh, draw the game level and eventually win it on penalties so i i personally feel that anything can happen sport same goes for the el clasico it will be a mouth watering clash but as i said the odds are uh, uh, the odds are stacked against barcelona let's see how it goes so anshul i mean from both sides are there any particular young guns that you look forward to leaving a mark as you know futures of either of these clubs yeah definitely because uh, young side if you're considering the young matlab uh, the youngness uh, of players you have uh, a great youth in terms of barcelona like after 2 3 years they will have players like pedri Gavi, you have players like you know um, uh, that uh, Ricky Puch. These are the players. These are the kind of midfield. Ansu Fati. These are the players. You know, you have uh, a lot of potential. In two three years, they'll form a great team. As far as Real Madrid are concerned, right now they have the experienced guns like Karim Benzema on top fire, twenty two goals this season in the league. He's on top, gonna hat trick against Paris Saint Germain, and you have yeah. Vinicius Junior assisting him really well. um luka modric oh my god he's my favorite at 36 look at him just look at his energy look at the tackle he did to messi was my matlab i my i was standing on my chair and applauding him luka modric was there that luka luka so like you have that kind of you know experience there in the midfield so largely in terms of battles of the midfield it will be an experienced real madrid side against a young barcelona side but again you have zavi uh, hernandez claiming that pedri is someone who resembles iniesta the legend so like you have a lot of talent but again you need to maximize it the problem with barcelona today is their defense gerard pique has been the assembly of their def- has been uh, you know managing their defense since 2009 8 now he's been old he's been a rook matlab he does not have that much of uh, charm left inside him on the other hand you have attackers in real madrid like asensio like karim benzema vinicius i think that will be a one sided game if uh that attack comes and i'm really hope that that humiliation is repeated and we beat them 5-0 this time <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah absolutely there's a certain vibrance to every time to for regular podcasts i love that <laughs> if real madrid wins a game the the next week's podcast should be only on show <laughs> like we win, Anuk- we win the champions league i'll give you a party myself <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah I, I mean, radio national uh, anchor podcast whatever wherever you get yeah thank you so much <laughs> but yeah that's been a great but uh, yeah, as far as even tactics are concerned now you have ancelotti you know he's not rotating his squad much uh, and my great friend there who might be listen, who might listen to this podcast namit so like uh, he has this habit of calling him the chewing gum because he always chews uh, you know chews gums and gums and gums there's always a chewing gum in his mouth so yeah. like the chewing gum you have the chewing gum he has a problem that he does not rotate his squad but again he has that counter attacking football strategy play like in the first leg of psg you saw he was not uh, he passed this bus basically he wanted them to attack 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 and wanted the players to rest 
But in the second leg, you you saw that attack in the second half. Like we were attacking from minute one, we were attacking because that's the kind of gameplay you expect your players to be. And I hope that Ancelotti does not park his bus against Barcelona and we win it by five zero again. Yeah, I mean it's uh-huh. a it's a very nice parallel that you bring because in the recent Man City game that they just drew against uh, Newcastle, I guess it was. Yeah. So so even Pep in that game did not make any changes. Uh, it it was against Crystal Palace. Oh yeah. yes, sorry. It was against Crystal Palace. So even yeah. in that game, the comms did speak about how Pep is not making any changes. He, exactly. He mentions like how Pep wants to communicate to his players that this is your chance to go and get it done even till the end. So yeah, I mean, at the I end, think Pep just bottled the league there and Liverpool gave Liverpool the chance. Yeah, I mean, it's just Adu- one point now. Yeah. Yes, but Adukar, sir, how happy are you with that? <laughs> I know I'm, I don't want to defend Manchester City, but whenever he makes a lot of changes, everyone's like he's rotating so much. That is the problem. Liverpool go with a certain combination. That's what keeps them up. But then when he won't make a change, then the media would start criticizing that he's making a change. Hey, he's a big headache for actually the players who play for fantasy football because he makes so much changes yeah. there. So whenever you pick a Manchester City player, you have to be sure that he's playing. And it, the other day, he does not play. Yes, I mean, so somewhere between making too many changes and making none at all. Yeah. So, there's, so there's a grey zone in between that must yeah. be. Like Ancelotti, Ancelotti though is a person, you know, even if Benzema is has lost both his legs, even then he would be playing. So like that is the kind of, he does not even give rest. So like that is horrible. Yeah, so I mean, yes, so enough talk for Z- Zavi Hernandez, the build up to Ancelotti. How the both teams would be analyzing the strategies ahead of the big El Clasico game. So it was great. Any departing thoughts, Anshul, to be here for the first time? We have absolutely loved it, and I hope <laughs> the emotions totally. are reciprocated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just loved it, man. I just loved it. It's my first podcast. Hopefully, I'll become a good uh, football pundit someday, and I'll thank both of you for that. So, like, yeah. Thank you so much. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> thank you, thank you so much for that. Yes, Adukar, sir, Anshul has mentioned thrice that he's he has absolutely prognosticated Real winning five zero. Yeah, and, as I'll repeat that, as a Real Madrid fan, I want them to win five zero. As a football fan, I see that as a three one prediction. To be honest, and Anukar, sir, what about you? Well, uh, honestly, I'm still, you know, coming to terms with Anshul's passion. <laughs> <laughs> you you play one football game with me, man, one day. I will play one football game one day. Okay, yeah, I mean, I'm almost seeing Ramos in Anshul's. Ah, that's my favorite player. I, I just forgot to mention him. That that's my favorite player, man. More than yeah. more than Ronaldo, I love him, and I love the way he's handling PSG because he's the person, you know, who's been there uh, on Paris on a vacation. Like he's enjoying himself. He's always. Madrista, he won't play there. He's the best player I know. Yeah, absolutely. I just love, I just miss him in the Clasicos, man. That whistle to Messi, that pushes to such uh, Gerard Piquet, that push to you know Carlos Piol, one yeah. hand push and he, he was on the ground. So like I love that passion, I love that energy, such and that red card, of course. That's and a very he broke Mo Salah's arm also. Yes, <laughs> Champions League final. Yeah. yeah, that's a very I feel Indian admiration of football. You know, even in our schools. <laughs> If we don't see goals, we want to see people falling down. We want yeah, to we want to be kicking, kicking each other. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely, guys. Thank you to both of you for being a part of this. Educating me as it is an experience every time for me. So, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Indie Football Podcast. 
where we are very excited to bring our next episode in the coming week where we'll probably know if Anshul's heart is broken or still oh, intact no. and other oh, no. news at least one of the football world <laughs> yeah other news from the world of football thank you guys like share subscribe oh uh, sorry this is not a youtube channel <laughs> just <laughs> post of habit thank you guys thank you.